Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes, indeed. It is the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Atatula here with you. Blake Elliott sitting beside me. Sersky. We got Ross Lubinsky on the ones and twos. And you rolling with us on a Monday evening in the Metroplex. Uh, we are holding it down in the Metroplex as Sean and RJ, KNC Masterpiece, G-Bag Nation, all those fine fellas. We got Carter Freeman out there. We got uh, Tim Collins out there. We have the whole uh, weekday crew out at Super Bowl Radio Row for the week. What, what you looking at me for? Oh, uh, I was just going to quickly say, because you mentioned Carter Freeman, um, he sets up the fan cam for us. Shout out to Carter Freeman. Absolutely phenomenal human being. But he set it up, and uh, I just quickly told him to just, like, have fun in Sin City. And he sent me the emoji that's, like, half cut down the face saluting. And I just I got a good chuckle out of that. Shout out to Carter Freeman. Yeah, shout out to Carter. We didn't put him in any of our superlatives of who was most likely to lose money or anything. He might he might get in, involved there as well. But he's going to get you video content. You want to keep your eyes on 105 Through the Fans YouTube page. Most likely to babysit them is Carter Freeman. Yeah, maybe so. Hey, I don't know, man. He, he is on, I think, his first 105 Through the Fan work trip himself. So <laughs> he, he might be getting in on the shenanigans and maybe, maybe. A little debauchery. Yeah. You never know. Um, 877-881-1053. That's the truckwreck.com text line. That's how you get involved with the program. Or go to YouTube 105 through the fan. Or go to twitch.tv slash fan cam. And I want you to get involved here because you don't have to be any level of expert to say nothing here. Who do you want to win? Just pure emotion. I don't need I don't need your analysis of you know who's who's better. I don't know. EPA per play, none of that. Yeah, no, we don't want no EPA per play. We don't want no success rate. We don't want no yards per, you know, yards per carry. I don't want no yak. I don't want none of that. Who do you want to win? 877-881-1053. Blake, is is there something that comes to mind for you? Because we already got some people texting in here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a lot that comes into mind. Uh, first the Dallas Cowboys, but they haven't made it, so I just want to get that out of the way. You just had to put that in. I just had to to put that that in the air. I had to sprinkle it. Um, But for this game... It's simple. I want the Kansas City Chiefs to win. Okay. And I'm taking a little bit of the sucker route. I am new to the broadcasting world on this big stage, and I want to be able to witness greatness live and seeing the dynasty of the Chiefs becoming. For me to be able to talk about years down the road, I saw the Chiefs dynasty live. I saw Patrick Mahomes go to Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl. After Super Bowl. Three out of the last four at this point. And win or be there. And it's a little bit harder to talk about the old Cowboys because I went alive. I have to hear stories. I have to read. I have to watch videos. I have to watch it. I wasn't there firsthand to see it. Sure. I've been here firsthand for all of Patrick Mahomes' greatness. I've seen it all. 
And so for them to submit, really, I think the dynasty, Will Chambers says all the time that to win a dynasty, you got to win more than two. And this will be three. So I would love to see that. And the Niners can kick the biggest rock in the nation. I do not want the Niners to win. And I believe they're right there in Super Bowls with the Cowboys. Is it they're both five or no? I think they're four. You, you know, they're five. They're, we're both five, right? I'll double check that. I'm sorry. I, just, I know they're close. My brain really hit Paul. You know how your brain sometimes does that? Uh-huh. You said the biggest rock in the nation. My brain was like, what is the biggest rock in the nation? Which the, is not a question that we actually need to answer at this moment, but that's rock. where my brain went. Probably the rock. The, Dwayne, the, Dwayne, Dwayne yeah. Johnson, yeah. the rock. I, I If I see the San Francisco 49ers and Brock Purdy hoisting the Lombardi, I will kick my projector. I won't actually. Don't do that. I won't actually. I wouldn't do that. But I'd be mad. Seems like you spent too much money to yeah, do that. Yeah, I, I will not actually be doing that. Unless it's that. kick-proof, then do what you want. I ain't I, your daddy. I, I'll probably just, like, do one of those kicks of the air, like a cartoon You're just going to be punching <laughs> air, just mad. <laughs> because I, I'm trying my bias not to show, but it's showing. I just really hate the Niners and their cockiness. I love their physicalness, and I wish the Cowboys would be more physical like them. But I also, in the same vein, hate their cockiness. And Kansas City's been through a lot of down spiral. Everyone counted them out this year, myself included, said that they weren't that good this year. This the, this year is where we're going yeah, to point the, to is the, their their the, hardship and this is their, the offense wasn't oh, elite. Poor, poor cheese. And well, I mean, we can agree they're a pretty middling packed team throughout the regular season. They yeah. weren't like anyone's championship favorites well, week seven, the eight, de- nine. The defense was a monster, but defense no, you're was right. A monster. You're right. It was like the offense this is probably the worst Patrick Mahomes offense we've seen them with. No one could catch the ball. Rasheed Rice came on late and kept emerging, getting better and better. His own receivers were giving the ball away every other play. Kadarius Tony's an absolute cartoon okay. character. All right, very good. So I, I would love for them to win. Travis Kelsey is either – I heard the theory. One fan texter, I need him to text in. He texted in every show saying that Travis Kelsey and them are going to win. He's going to break another record. He's going to retire and then propose to Taylor Swift. Yeah, we're, that we're, were getting happen. we're getting the Fiesta Bowl moment from uh, Boise State is and, what we've already said. That yeah. Precisely. In fact, they're actually going to do the Statue of Liberty play just to make it go full circle. And, yeah. If that would happen, that's great for us. That's great for business. That, that gives us storylines. I don't think that. Look, we're going to talk I, about the Super Bowl regardless. But I, and that gives us a whole more than, a whole another week of storylines. Travis Kelsey retires. The Kelsey brothers are gone. Taylor Swift and Travis Power Couple cemented. So, brother, they're not going to save Power Couple. They're going to they're going to villainize that woman if he if he retires. Because of her, they're gonna they're gonna connect it. They're, yeah, they're gonna villainize her. They're yeah. like, he, she, she but, made him quit. She made him quit. That was trying to do. But apparently, uh, an article came out that they've been talking for a long time, even before we saw them giving each other friendship friendship bracelets and whatnot. They've been talking for a couple months. So either way, I'm rooting for the Chiefs. Wait, you thought they got together and immediately brought it to us? Like, hey, everybody, no, wanted to let you know. No, but I just didn't realize how far it's been back. It didn't give an exact timeline mm-hmm. of the first time they met, but it seems like it could have been years. It could, mm, okay. you know, Andy Reid has said he's he's been to Taylor Swift concerts. He's known Taylor a long time. Like, this isn't like some, oh, they found each other this week and now they're dating. Like, this has been something that's probably been going on behind the scenes a little bit. So I know you talked a lot about hating the Niners. I imagine there's oh. a lot of people that want the Niners to win because of what you just talked about right now, like the Taylor Swift of this if, if the Taylor Swift thing Uh-oh. is getting you that worked up, if the Taylor Swift thing is getting you that worked up, I'm sorry to tell you. I'm sorry to be the one to let you know, but you're insecure. I'm sorry. Someone had to say it. I see too many people complaining online about her being shown on the television. I did a whole segment on exactly how long she was shown, and it was for an average of 25 seconds and three to four times. That's the same amount that they show other people on the screen. Just because you're so infatuated with the person who's bringing money to the NFL. They don't care about the NFL's money. And it, honestly, I don't really know it, much either. 
it helps the salary cap. More money, more revenue. Either way, go on your phone. Who cares? They show a bunch of celebrities on the TV. She's dating an NFL star. She's also a star in herself. I'm not defending saying I care for Taylor Swift personally. I don't listen to her music. But I'm also not getting up in arms because Taylor Swift's on my TV. She's a girl. She's popular. She's the biggest music star. And she's dating Travis Kelsey. The NFL is going to show her. They want to get more money. They want to get more brand dealerships. They want to get more commercials. It's just the game, guys. Accept it. This isn't hard-nosed, hard-knocks football. You can go watch football only on YouTube. They're, this is a branded event. And if you think the Super Bowl, which I believe she's going to be at, I know she's in Tokyo the day before, I believe she's going to be at, they're going to show her a good amount of times, guys. Be ready for it. Uh, so That's all I got to say. Very good. Uh, you talked about the Niners. I saw some other people text in um, like earlier from the 903. Uh, they said they want the Chiefs to win, but uh, they they want the Niners to win for Brock Purdy. Okay, so there's like that level of uh, straddling the line from the two one four. This is one I wanted to get to. They said they have annoying Niner fan friends, so Chiefs to make them cry and also yes. to keep their prediction right. Uh, yeah, voting for being right. I, I like we, that. we need that. <laughs> but it do, does it not feel like there's a lot of Niners fans in the Metroplex, or is that just is that just like me kind of projecting no, 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 that you're, out? You're right, and, and and this is what it is. This is what it is, Reggie. I'm going to okay. tell you. This right. gets me ticked off. It's not oh, wow. just it's not just Niners fans. It's anti Cowboys. So the amount of Eagles fans that are in DFW, the amount of Commanders fans that are in DFW. Yeah, but that's gonna, ju- that's going to happen. And it's just. The Cowboys, I hate them. They're popular. I'm going to choose a team that beats them all the time. I'm going to be a Niners fan. And they're a great football team. We're talking about outside of football really right now, guys. Their fans are annoying. They're annoying because they think they're great, and they beat us every year. Yeah, cool. So do a lot of teams. You don't see them gloating like the 49ers. Why would you say that? Why would you do that? Because I, I, I'm, I'm a realist. We don't we don't go 16-0, 17-0 every season. It, it, it is what it is. You don't, see, you don't hear the Arizona Cardinals crowning themselves. Who cares if you made it to a bunch of – NFC Championship. I don't think cool. that this. I don't think this promo that you're cutting is going the cool. way that you want it hey, to. Hey, when was the last time the Niners won the Super Bowl? Cool, you made it. You're on the same spot at the end of the season on the couch. Comfy one, I hope. So the reason I want the Chiefs to win yes. is because, um, like you were saying, <laughs> Blake, I'm just I'm just going to keep p- pushing. Um, I mean, I did. I say I wanted raw emotion, and that's what you have given. It's yeah. just emotion in this instance. But um, not like a single were, mention of APA. Like y'all were mentioning, um, the Cowboys and the 49ers are both at five Super Bowl okay. wins. Okay, yeah. So the thing I'm at is not only do I not want the 49ers to win because obviously then they'd be ahead of the Cowboys in Super Bowl wins. Okay, very good. But if the if the 49ers lose, they would be like the Cowboys in Super Bowls, five and three. There we go. All time in Super Bowls. There we go. That's what so we need. I want them to not only lose, but because I don't want, I want them to have the same record as the Cowboys. So at least we can carry that into next year. Now, okay. And I'll ask this. Do we want a blowout? Do we want the Niners to get embarrassed, or do we want a good football game? I I personally want a good football game. Always. Okay, I'm I, yeah, totally. Me too. I don't. No, you want the Niners <laughs> to get blown out. You can say that. Just say that. Like you don't have to lie. Just say that. No, I want. I wanted to. He's I like, yeah, the, no, no, my bad. I, nobody, I, nobody was saying. That. I don't even know who asked that question. Why would you say that? I would. I want the Niners to be getting blown out and then come back. They think they're gonna win, and then Patrick Mahomes just. Right in Brock Purdy and Nick Bosa's face rips up from them and wins another Super Bowl. My man crafted a whole fanfic. I love it. Man, he's in this. I appreciate what you're bringing to the show, right? If nobody else appreciates you, Blake, I appreciate, I appreciate you. You feel it. me? Yeah. Um, oh, 817. This is the homie Sean. Give DJ Primore some love out in Vegas as well. Yeah, shout out to the engineer DJ Primore. Uh, make sure everything sounds pretty from out there. Now, I really do hope everything sounds pretty because now everybody's going to be like, oh, we know exactly who's doing that. Yeah, but uh, actually, no, I think Ruben's out there too. 
So yeah, shout yeah, out to Ruben's out they there got too. the All Star squad. They got everybody, man. So they really could have taken us if they yeah, really they wanted to. Yeah, they could have, man. Okay, someone has to hold down the DO dub. I'm gonna try not to be. I'm not trying not to be salty about that. Okay, so. There's not a and Sean also let me know that Chiefs fans love Tavis. Okay, yeah, cool. Um, I just want to see how much that is tested once once uh, it doesn't go the way that you want it. But I did want to get to this. Go ahead. I did want to get to this Uh, because it's been a lot of Niners loss, right? Chiefs win because of the Niners. Do you get a feeling that the Chiefs are becoming some level of villain a little bit? Um, Actually, I think the opposite a little bit. This season, I think this season humanized them. From what I was kind of saying earlier with their offense being so porous and Kadarius Tony literally being a minus for them, I think if people were somewhat like, I kind of feel a little bit bad for the Chiefs. I could be wrong, but that was kind of the sense I, I was mean, getting. I that's your on, feeling. If that's on, your feeling, that's on, what it is. On social media, I got a good amount of just kind of gauging what fans were saying. And it felt like a lot. Now, now that we're getting closer to the Super Bowl, not as much, but kind of during the regular season, early playoffs, people were like, this team isn't loaded. It's not loaded anymore. They don't just have talent everywhere and they're just beating people off of that. And they're still winning. People are, I feel like, starting to turn the corner on giving them their props. And they're like, wow, they're human. They're winning despite all their troubles on offense. So Yeah, you can say that. But there's also, like, the and the ways that we have talked about this absolutely backs it up, right? You can say that uh, people feel bad for them. No, no, no. People feel the inevit- inevitability of what feels like a dynasty. And, right, we love seeing a dynasty get built. But then everybody wants to see it. Like, we're, we're all toddlers. Where we want to build the tower, but immediately we want to knock it down afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. And so Jeff Darlington, ESPN, actually asked Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he asked him, you know, if um, if he has a sense that he's becoming a villain to other fan bases. Mm-hmm. And Mahomes answered as such, and I give you the quote: "I can definitely sense it. I never felt like that because I've never been like that in my entire life. But it's become a little bit funny. I don't want to say you enjoy it. I know the Patriots had that for a while. I'm hoping we do it in a different way with a little bit more fun and personality with it." But as long as you keep winning, teams start to not like you, and I want to keep winning. So if that means some of the other teams and other fan bases aren't going to like me, I'll try to still have a smile on my face and not be a bad example. But I can be that. I can be that villain for them if they need me to be. Bro, Patrick Mahomes got a dad bod. What villain is that? Okay, so Tom Brady don't got a dad bod? I don't think he's a villain, man. He's, I mean, he's, Oh, buddy. You, okay, you might not. But you just, are not living in reality if you don't think other people have viewed him as a villain that people have actively rooted okay, against okay, for so a I, long I, time. I, okay, you're right. You're right. I'm thinking more of the Tom Brady of now. I mean, even the Tom Brady of now, not everybody loves him. See, why do people hate so much? Maybe I'm just too positive. Why do people have so God, much hate? It's our God giving America right to be haters. Why do we have so much hate? The, the, the Chiefs, hate is fun, too, sometimes. The Chiefs like, I'm not gonna are lie. good, and they do not have the best offense. What is there to hate about it? Patrick Mahomes is just a winner. He's very talented, and they keep finding a way to win. I understand the, like— People get bored. Yeah, I understand. Like, I hated the—what was it, 2017 Golden State Warriors with Clay. So you get KD. it, then. That one I get because their team was literally stacked, and they were acting as if they were the underdogs. That, I hated them. What is there to hate you, about you, the Chiefs? They you, have you a don't good, want right now acting like the Chiefs are the underdogs. They're, they're, they you, are. They're, they're, they're the, the Niners are the betting favorites, right? They're two-and-a-half-point favorites, correct? Yeah, so sure. technically they're the underdogs. I mean, but not in the way that you're trying to make it seem I, like. I, you feel me? I just don't get the whole they're villains thing. I Because they win. Are they like, they don't got no deflate gate kind of thing holding over their head. They don't have this big mm-hmm. whatever. They don't have a stack team. Their coach is pretty low-key. Their quarterback doesn't really do anything. If anything, they got a bunch of extracurricular, the Taylor Swift and okay. the brother and the dad outside of stuff people are annoyed by that but also uh how about this this is someone texting in maybe trying to give you a little bit of their perspective if that matters from the the two and four they said nah they're annoying 
You remember that Patrick Mahomes meltdown when they didn't get calls or now when that, he felt they didn't that, get calls. That was a little something. I will agree with that. That was a little something. Okay. <laughs> Someone said, Blake, you just spent the last 20 minutes hating. That's funny. <laughs> I um, no, but I, I just, and I'm honestly of the, uh, generally of the place where I'm like, I want to see greatness. So I'm, I'm in that place where I would like to see the Chiefs win because like, yeah, I, I also want to see greatness. But I also do sense the, it's not, it hasn't become like an overwhelming tide at this point. But I think I feel the turn, and maybe, I don't know, maybe this isn't entirely there, but it seems like you're feeling the turn on, all right, these guys, they're here all the time. Somebody get them out of here, right? Mm -hmm. And I was interested to see if that popped up. Somebody do it then. Somebody do it then. Somebody do it then. Sure. That's my point. If you're tired of somebody winning, that's like the whole, I'm tired when they're up by 50 and the team scored again on me. Gentleman's rule, don't score on me. Stop them then. You're playing professional sports. This isn't peewee. This isn't mommy and daddy taking you, dropping you off at your soccer game. This is professional football, NBA, whatever you want to call it. I hate that take that, oh, you should just respect that. And now I get it if it's like the the kneel thing and you take it in. But if someone's scoring and you're mad that they're scoring on you, play some defense. Play some defense. You're a professional athlete getting play, getting paid to play defense or offense or whatever you're doing. Don't get mad at the opponent for being better at it and putting their foot on the gas pedal and not coming off of it because you want to have your feelings in the middle of it. Hey, Tired hey, of that. Hey, Ross. Yeah. Just a sidebar right quick. What's up? Does he seem a little bit more fired up today? He seems pretty fired okay. up today. Right. Did someone put something in your cereal this morning? Um, I had Crave cereal with um, almond milk, sweet vanilla. Unsweetened vanilla, I should say. Oh, wow. Mm. That was real, uh, I don't even know what to call that. Organic. Um, yeah. Had some jalapeno sausages. That might have been it. It might have been the jalapeno. With cheddar. Okay. Oh, wow. That did it. You know what? <laughs> the dairy and the spice. That's crazy. Dairy spice combo. Keep texting in. <laughs> who do you want to win? Not who you'll think will win. Who do you want to win? We'll keep talking about that a little bit as we go along. It's the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, your Mavs had an early start as they're on the East Coast, and they're Getting the job done right yeah. now against the Sixers. We'll talk about the way that this has, this one has gone, the ending to this one, as they currently lead 118 to 98. Looks like they're going to get a win. We'll discuss all of that next on The Fan. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Thanks for rolling with us on a Monday evening in the Metroplex. It's Reginald Atatula alongside Blake Elliott. Yes, sir. Ross Labinski's on the ones and twos for us this evening. Thank you, sir. Um, your Mavericks. Get a win this evening. I mean, the the final score honestly doesn't matter all that much. However, when I tell it to you, you're going to be amazed. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you're going to be amazed. Does it feel amazing? It feels amazing. Okay. The Mavericks in Philadelphia to face the Sixers, uh, the 30 and 19 Sixers, mind you, win 118 to 102. Yep. And Luka Doncic wasn't the leading scorer. Wow. I think that's that's got to be the first time ever. Wasn't the second <laughs> leading scorer. Uh, but no, you get a you get a double digit win against the Sixers. Understanding Joel Embiid isn't there, but they that's still a solid team. Tyrese Maxey was giving you problems early. <laughs> Absolutely, and so let's let's talk about a little bit about this. Of course, it does help that your your Mavericks needed a win on, on this East Coast trip. You're playing some tough teams, right? The Sixers are no no slouch. Obviously, still not having their um their MVP reigning MVP guy in uh, Joel Embiid, but. Fifth in the East, you're facing the Knicks, who are fourth in the East on this trip. Obviously, you'll get the uh, the Nets, who not as much of a challenge, but the, there's some tough teams in this stretch before you ultimately um, then play on the in the weekend against the Thunder. Like there's t- tough teams in this stretch, and you needed to get some wins as you're sitting in that play-in firmly right now in the eight seed, 
And so you, you want to make sure that you stay afloat because, you know, th- this could change up really quick. And you still want to give yourself an opportunity to maybe make it up out of that play-in and, you know, be in the regular playoffs, the bona fide playoffs. But let's talk about this game. I'm talking too far ahead. Mm-hmm. Just in this game, mm-hmm. what what caught your attention? Mm-hmm. Like, let's I'll let you start this out. We'll talk around it from what you say. Yeah, so the biggest thing that caught my attention was their attention to detail on defense. It felt like this game, we talked about it when we were watching, Tyrese Maxey was getting his. He is a very, he's an all-star player, very high scorer. He's going to get his. You're not going to discount that. Let's see. How many points did he end up with tonight? He ended up 15 with points. 15. And a lot of that was in the first half. We saw almost every single one of his buckets had to be in the first half. I'm not sure how many he had in the second half. But it seemed like they were doing a good job of shutting down the other guys. The Kelly Oubre's. He got it. He got uh, What did he have? 19 points. 19. 7 to 17 shooting. Come on. Maxie had 6 to 16 shooting. Like, not great shooting from any individuals outside of Tobias Harris. Yep. Um, in fact, as a team, they shot 43% from the field, mm-hmm. 27% from three mm-hmm. from, for these Sixers. Mm-hmm. So. And, and it's not like the Mavs were just like, couldn't miss. They shot 48%. The Sixers shot 43 So 5% better. But to me, it was the defense. It was them getting out in transition. And then my second biggest thing, and I, I, I don't think I talked about it in cross. Like I said it off air. I'm loving what Josh Green is bringing right now. Okay. I, know, I know some people. I was got, waiting. I thought that was going to be point one. <laughs> not going to lie. It was almost point one. I know some people have pushed back, and I've been critical of him before because I'm just talking about on-court performance. But the me and Reg, me and Alec, me and Sabre, we've all talked about it. The biggest thing with Josh Green is his confidence. When he is confident, he is a B, B-plus player, I would say, when he's confident. Like, that's probably his ceiling right now. Like role player, you like mean? Like role player. Like, okay. hi, like high leverage role player. Like, I wouldn't say like a eighth man. Like, he can be a fourth or fifth best player on your starting lineup. And he was he was confident tonight. He was shooting the ball well. Every single time that I looked up on the screen and he was open or not open, he was shooting the ball. And that's my biggest thing. The, the misses are going to come and go with just being in the lineup. He got 20 points today, shot six of nine, four of seven from three. And, and I think he hit... I think four threes in that Bucks game as well. Can I can I qualify mm-hmm. that real quick? Because mm-hmm. I know you said that you know he you know he took shots open, not open. I think more more clearly, I think for me, mm-hmm. he took the shots that were available to him. Mm-hmm. He wasn't passing them up either, right? I think that's more. It, it's not just because I know you could describe Tim Hardaway Jr. like that. And I think <laughs> oh, yeah, some people bad. view. No, no, I don't think it's. I don't no, think no, you're no, wrong. I, no. I got to be careful because I don't want to put him in the same Tim. Right, category. and I just wanted to clarify. It felt like he was. Because sometimes he can have shots open, and this is where it goes to your confidence point, and he can maybe pass up that shot. Yeah. And, you know. And sometimes it's not the wide open shot. It's the guy's one dribble away. Do I dribble? Do I shoot? Do I pass? And he's been shooting them and shooting them at a high clip, especially from that corner. Seems to be kind of his sweet spot, hitting it right there in rhythm. And then you had your first game back from Kyrie Irving. Obviously, he started a little bit slow, kind of coming off injury. Like, he's, he's done that two or three times this year. Still ends up as your leading scorer with 23 points, 10 to 17 from the field, knocked down two threes. So, and he was also the floor journal tonight with eight assists. So, I think the biggest takeaway we can take away from this is obviously there's no Joel Embiid, so there's a half asterisk, if you will. But Luca not <laughs> having to be the focal point uh, of, and they were blitzing him a lot and getting the ball out of his hands, but still seeing Kyrie, Josh Green, Tim Hardaway still be able to run the offense, I think is a big plus because it's still a good basketball team you play. This is not just like the bottom team in the East. This is still a team that's competing well, even without Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey and an all-star guard. So I'm taking a lot out of this. I think this was a good W. Hopefully they can stack them because what's kind of been our theme with the Mavs all year, they win one, they lose one. They start a first quarter bad, they end the game 
worse. Like, or start of first quarter good, and then they finish the game bad. So inconsistency has been this team's biggest quarrel this year. So I'm not going to get too hype and say they're going to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. But this was definitely a good start towards doing the right things and Josh Green going up and Luka not having to do as much is a plus for me. Can can I read you a few numbers in a row here? I'm going to give you five numbers. Mm -hmm. Uh, 20, 18, Mm -hmm. 2, Mm -hmm. 11, 21. Would you like to know what those numbers are? Those are Grant Will- Josh Green's points. Yeah, Josh Green's scoring over yep. the last five games. Yep, I knew it. <laughs> and this is my thing about Josh Green. We know that he can do this. The problem is I needed to level out a little mm-hmm. bit. Are we thinking like 14, 12, 14 I think is solid? That's fine. Yeah, right, I think but 12, 14 is good. I think one of the things for me this season is that you have a lot of guys that feel like question marks. Oh, yeah. And the the point for me of this season was to figure out some of those question marks. Obviously, you want I to try. I thought some were going to finish in the off season, honestly. And Josh Green, that's one of the question marks that still kind of exists. Is not just is not can he do this? Is is he going to do it consistently? Because you talk about him being like a fourth, fifth player on a team. Mm-hmm. You know what's great about a fourth to fifth player on the team? I put him on the floor and I know what I'm getting out mm-hmm. of him. Mm-hmm. And you're getting closer to getting you're some getting level closer. of consistency, consistency, but the consistency isn't quite there. You mm-hmm. talked about confidence. Mm-hmm. That's part of it. But for me, the big question is consistency. Mm-hmm. And so it was great to see him play like this tonight. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. Let's let's stack those. And he, I mean, like I said, out of those, he scored what? Above 15 and three of those last five, And, and it right? seems like he plays really well against the good teams. It's kind of weird. Like, the the teams where you need him, he usually plays pretty well. It's almost sometimes the middle pack teams where he's asked to do more. Someone's out of the lineup. It's a middle pack team. He doesn't do as much as you maybe want. So, definitely thrives having Luka and Kyrie on the court. All right. A question that comes in on the truckwreck.com text line from the 817. How did the Mavericks do in the third quarter? They won that quarter, oddly enough. 24 I, to 17. And not a big time scoring quarter necessarily, uh, with 24 points, them. the defense was there. Yeah, and and I don't know if this is a callback. It might be. I don't know if this is a Tolo listener, but I my homework assignment on my last show that I did was I when we were talking about the Mavs, I think it was with Alec, I said, watch the Mavs in the third quarter because they've been statistically, I think it was, they were the second or second worst um, team in the third quarter as far as point differential. I think third worst. Yeah, third worst in the NBA point differential in the third quarter. And we saw how bad it was in the Bucks game. And in this game, the offense was – it was their lowest scoring offense. But like Reggie said, you held them to 17 points. And then you explode in the fourth quarter for 41. So I will take that any day of the week. That will win you a lot of basketball games. Hold a team to 17 and then you score 41 in the fourth, almost regardless of what you do in the first half. That is a great second half. And that shows that Jason Kidd is maybe – maybe getting a little fire up. Getting a little fire in those hands and those pockets. No more, no more Jason pockets. That's what I call them in my head. Oh, really? Jason Pockets. Like, you know, he just, Tim Hardaway's looking for a timeout and he's just, it's the uh, King of the Hill. Ross, help me out. Who's the guy, King of the Hill, the meme? Hand in Pockets. Oh, you mean, uh, you mean. Kevin? No. What's his name? I actually kind of want to see you try and figure this out. He's talking about uh, Rusty Shackelford, also known as Dale Gribble. Who did the pocket sand? Yeah, I was like, that's exactly guess. what he's going for. You know, I think. y'all know what meme is that, I'm is that what you're talking about? about? It's the, the most sand? popular meme. He's, in, he's, he's in King of Queens. It's, oh, no, it's, you're talking about Kevin James. Kevin James. And, I was okay. like, King of the Hill? Yeah, I was, I was like, like what did I, what did I, I thought he was talking about Sand. I was like, I don't know how this relates, but that's clearly what he's talking about. <laughs> did I say King of the Hill? You did, just I like I said Dan Campbell. It's all good. <laughs> we be messing up sometimes. Of- it happens. King you of were Queens. like, oh, the most famous meme from King of the Hill, and immediately <laughs> my mind went to like, 
is this what it feels? Is it normal that I want to die the when the Hank takes his kid to a Texas game and Hank goes, "Yes, Bobby, it's perfectly normal." Oh, that's such a that's such a Texas fan thing because that is not nearly what I think of as the first as the first King of the Hill meme that comes to mind for me. It's um, just like whenever Texas loses, I can almost guarantee you I can hop on Twitter X and within like two minutes see that. Okay, okay what do we think about Grant Williams? That was yeah, very good, right? That's ex- exactly where I wanted to go. A 12, 14.9 for him uh three of five uh, on the floor two of three from deep six of seven from the free throw line clearly got to the line a good amount add seven boards that's how you shoot and, from and, now on that's how you shoot and, right and, shout out to uh shout out to bad boys right like that's that's what it feels like for everybody watching Grant Williams play it's like dude this is what we were looking for and that is for. all no one needs 20 I, I promise you we do not even need 20 you give me 12 to 14 like Josh, and all the fans will be praising you and play good defense. And when I had pointed when that 13 to 5 run was going on, he was actually one of the ones that was part of it. He, he had scored seven straight buckets or seven total points, not seven straight buckets, seven total points to kind of have that happen and then made the pass to Luca to hit that three to extend it to the 15 to 3 run. So Grant Williams now was a little bit maybe a front running. We're ahead. You know, things are comfortable. Yes. Yeah, but even there's been other times you've been ahead and front running Correct. and that hasn't shown Correct. up. Like, Correct. I, this is real reckless to me because I could just go check the game logs, but it feels like this is the first time that you've gotten this out of him in a long, long time. Since uh, maybe think, the first I, I, I month. think you had a 20-point outing not too long ago. Oh, yeah, like, the 21 against yeah. the Tim, was it Timberwolves? It was somebody. It's been, um, it was a Saturday. I remember yeah. that video. And other than that, I think literally everything, he had like two or three games over double digits. Everything had been like 8-4-2, 6-4-2. It's been rough. It's been rough. He's about eighth or ninth on the team in scoring. Right, and it's not just the scoring, right? It's it's just being on the floor and being a part of it all. Being a plus. And it's good to see that. Now, again, like this is this is where we start getting to stacking it up. You asked me earlier today a question that I thought was very good that I'm actually going to have to go back and see if I can get you a good answer to, which is, is Grant Williams even playing as good as he did last year with the Celtics? Yeah. And I'm not certain, uh, but even if he is, like let's just assume that he is playing as well as he did last year with the Celtics. Mm-hmm. That is not the ball. That's not enough. That's not what he's brought in for. That's that was, not. That was not the state of goal from him. Nope. He put up the lofty expectations of I want to be a leader here. Yep. I want to be all of these things. Right, like an it, additive it player. It was pretty obvious that he was going to be the third option. That, that was, was the, that was the idea. That was that was unsaid. Said that was pretty clear because we didn't know about Derek Lively. We didn't know about Omax. We, we didn't know about Exum, Jones Jr. It was Grant Williams do this. And all those guys just came in more recent than him, had not been there as long as him, and still overtook that spot. Yeah. Even with half of those guys getting injured. <laughs> and they're still overtaking that spot. I want Grant Williams to be great. He plays for the map. So this is not Grant Williams hating. We want him to be great. But he's not even doing what he was doing on the Celtics but he has more opportunities, and he's still not scoring more points. Well, he hasn't necessarily because he's fallen out of the rotation because of the play in some ways. Um, this is a good text from the 817. The defense is the problem. No rotation to the weak side and getting killed on the board. And that's that's still going to be a part of it. That happens every game. That's still going to be a part of it, but it fluctuates when they are scoring better. Yes. And, and it's, made, you, it does stink that that is tied to, like, hey, shots are going, and so you see the defense better. This is definitely a team that's momentum. Shots start going, they play a lot better defense. Just watch, guys, when they're scoring the ball, watch how fast Luka gets back on defense. Watch how fast uh, Jones Jr. or Grant or Josh, all those guys. I wouldn't put Derek and Derek. Derek, 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 Derek and Josh. Also. Derek and Josh will run around no matter what. But I'm just saying, in general, the team definitely plays a lot better when they're scoring. And it's kind of human nature. A lot of people play better when they're scoring. They're like, okay, let me lock in. Versus you're losing by 10, you're not getting any calls, and you're missing shots. Think about you at LA Fitness, guys. You're not hitting no shots. You know the old head. 
Hadn't played defense the whole game. He hits a shot. Everybody get back. Get back. Get back. We're playing defense. We're playing defense now. Unfortunately, that is our professional basketball team. <laughs> that is There's been a few voices you've done today that have made me smile, so I appreciate that. Your Mavs get a win this evening. They're not. It's, it's not a win that's going to fix them by any stretch of the imagination. You're right. The defense is still going to be an issue. The level of... The level of effort that they give on defense is still going to be something that they are going to need to be very deliberate about. I imagine we're going to get some post-game pressers where a kid talks about they need to stay connected and they need to stay um, – Can't get frustrated. Right, all those things, right? Focus. Um, th- we're going to have that. But it's good to see them play against a team that is pretty good and kind of keep those things in a way where they get a win. 118-102, especially they do it in the third quarter. They do it in the fourth quarter. They close the game out. All those things – Relatively good signs. They're, they're back at it tomorrow, though, mm-hmm. as they travel up to Brooklyn. Yep. Not a great team either. National mm-hmm. game. Just Mikael Bridges. But, look, put stack them, right? Like, I think that is that is the charge for many pieces of the team. We talked about Grant Williams. We talked about going Josh Green. Going on a win streak, man. Um, that, is, that, is the, that is the charge. Stack them. And so, with that being the case, we'll see what that looks like tomorrow evening when they take on the Brooklyn Nets. But as of right now, win tonight. Appreciate that for what it is. It's the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's been flooding, actually, in Los Angeles, Las Vegas. Did you know that? Yeah, big big rains. Big, big rain. Big rains out there. But that did make me think. I feel like everybody's got, like, a bad weather story. What's your bad weather story? Let's have a little fun. 877-881-1053. We'll discuss it next on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatula here with you alongside Blake Elliott. Yes, sir. Ross Lebensky on the ones and twos. And you rolling with us on a Monday in the Metroplex. Super Bowl week. We're headed up to, leading up to, uh, not Friday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are leading up to Friday, but then Friday leads to Saturday. Saturday leads to Sunday, and then Sunday, big game, Chiefs, Niners, uh, opportunity to see hopefully a really good football game, a replay of, what was that, 21? Mm-hmm. I yeah. think. If I remember they all, correctly. They all, they all merge. They do run together. Why are you looking at me like that? Uh, it, I, the only reason I looked at you like that was because it's 2020 because all the podcasts I listened to were like, well, you know what happened a few months later. Okay, Very 2020. That, that is. Very good. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a good point. You just gave me the stank face, and I was like, if you, if you want to say something, just he say said, it. I cannot believe Whoa. you said that. No, actually, sorry. You were right. You did say 2020. It was the 2019 season, so I'm I lost. will be quiet now. I'm lost. They played a Super Bowl once. Nah, you're right. <laughs> um, again, get right. Appreciate you rolling with us. You can always get involved with the program by texting into the truckwreck.com text line, 877-881-1053. We want you to get active. 
because um, we're talking about your your bad weather story. I know everybody's got one because we've all dealt with bad weather to some degree. 877-881-1053. And the reason why I bring this up is, and I didn't realize this per se, but as you know, a lot of the sports world descends upon um, generally the western portion of the United States, but particularly talking about L.A. and Las Vegas in particular. Um, I know that those are separate places, but these both of these places are relatively close and have are dealing with similar things right now. But there's a lot of flooding happening in L.A. and Las Vegas right now. And the reason why I mention L.A. is that L.A. don't get a lot of rain in general, mm-hmm. and so they don't know how to act mm-hmm. when they get rain. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they're getting legit flooding there and they definitely don't know how to act when then and so i imagine there's gonna be a lot of people talking about their you know various stories about a time that they had to really deal with some inclement weather and so i was like i mean i feel like everybody has that circumstance and i immediately thought about a story that i had when i was in college you, you remember uh 20 was that 11 when the super bowl was here and you had the the ice ice storm Everywhere, mm-hmm. I remember that. So I'm, I'm interested. What is your inclement oh, oh, weather wow. I just had story? 10 more come to my mind when you yeah, said that. Yeah, I was like, everybody has had some level of thing. See, I don't know. And if, then obviously we had the freeze a couple years ago, yeah, didn't we? Yeah. I don't. See, I almost have four miniature stories and not one grand Let's story. Let's do it. Let's do it. My Okay. So first, these are literally all going to take like 25 seconds. First one is, I don't even know if it's a one-time event, but I can't remember the exact day, but we'll say five six months ago driving home and let's just say i have a guest that i'm meeting with so i'm in a rush and next thing you know it is a downpour and it was the car i had before this it was a dodge challenger which is not known for your service not not known for its uh joke safety and i was hydroplaning no kidding back and forth while driving like and you kept going. Oh well, I know why you yeah, kept yeah, going. Yeah, My bad. Yeah, yeah, My yeah, bad. Yeah. So a part of me was like, just pull over, Blake, and just wait. And then a part of me was like, you're a man. You're just gonna pull over on the side of the road because of a little rain. Come how, on, Blake. How many times has that mentality gotten us in trouble? I you I know I ain't no punk. I, I was literally, and I hate saying this on the radio, but I It's just some water cup falling from the sky. I ain't I, no punk. I, I I pride myself on being open and honest with you guys. I was having like a mental breakdown in my head. I oh, I, no. I was I was on the verge of like I was praying while I was driving. I was like, "I'm. This is gonna be my last car ride ever. I am going to wreck this car." Because it was like every time there would be a skid, I would go shoot left, and my left tire would get off. Boom, right tire would get off. I was probably driving 35 miles per hour on the highway and still hydroplaning. Yeah. Oh and, no. And it wasn't like like doing 360s, but it was definitely like losing traction every couple two seconds. And I was texting my guests that I was in traffic and getting food and then getting gas. Because I couldn't say I was scared to drive fast in the rain. And then we, we I think we've all been here. Staying at grandma's house. Tornado comes. You get in the uh, pantry. You sit there with blankets and you just talk it up. No, I didn't have a phone at the time. I had to be like nine or ten years old. I can literally recount like four or five different times that that happened and get into my grandma's pantry. I'm always amazed the by the folks that do actually do the recommended and safe and smart thing, Yeah, which is uh, let's go to the interior room and use yeah, the bathtub and blankets and radio and all that. Radio and every walkie-talkie. I'd be like, I'll be over here in the living room until I see something, <laughs> I which mean, is not, not something you should do. I don't recommend it, but I'm also hard-headed. Not, not supposed to get next to the windows. And then last one, and I'll shut up and I'll let Reggie talk. You reminded me when you said the snowmageddon. Yes. So 
sophomore year of college, Snowmageddon happens. And oh, this is so bad to say on the radio. Not bad like that, just I bad, mean, bad for myself. I was like, don't do it then. No, like, no, no, nobody's, it, it's okay. You're I, not under oath. I, like, nobody okay. is co- forcing I, you to do I, this. I just like being honest, guys. Oh, okay. So it's sophomore year of Couldn't college. Snowmageddon happens. I had straight A's. I kid you not. That Snowmageddon happened. School got canceled for a week. School resumes, I don't know, a week later or something like that. I did not log back on the canvas for the rest of the semester. That's wild. Oh, you were doing online classes too? Sure. Oh, no, <laughs> baby. I literally acted like the semester was over because I was like, well, it's just I'll just miss one week. And then it turned into two weeks. And then it turned into, well, if I look, I'm going to be real disappointed. And if, you, <laughs> if, if I pretend it's not there, yeah, it if, doesn't if, exist. It's the whole, you know, if you, you're not broke if you don't check your bank account theory. Um, Which, let me tell you, <laughs> not how it works, ladies and gentlemen. And let's just say that I had to retake that semester yeah. because I acted like school was over after right. Snowmageddon. So every time I hear Snowmageddon, that's the first thing that comes in of me not logging into Canvas for about uh, two and a half months. Yeah, but if that wouldn't have happened, you wouldn't have ended up And when here, I tell I you, bet. best two and a half months of my life, baby. <laughs> best two and a half months. Stress-free, everybody going to class. I'm just kicked back, playing the game, watching sports. I'm like, y'all got class? Yeah, man. <laughs> Couldn't be me. We continue to talk about your inclement weather, bad weather stories. Uh, man, it's, it, this, is, this is wild. From the 830, tornado wrapped through uh, my motel back in the oil field days. Oh, my gosh. Wiped out the whole check-in office. Slept right through it, which you know what? I get it. Working in them oil fields, I bet your body was done. Your body was like, we not get. If we getting up, it means that the tornado got us up. Like that's. I cannot blame you for that, but that's that had to be a wild level of sleep from the four six nine December twenty fifteen. Sheltered in our bathroom, two month old firstborn, and as a tornado ripped through our neighborhood in Rowlett, three streets down. That's wild. Tornadoes are scary. If you were to see yes. them in person, you would you'd probably have a heart attack. I'm sure. <laughs> Um, thankfully, I have not had to, I've not seen them in person. I have heard a a lot of tornado sirens. Mm-hmm. I spent those uh, are scary too. <laughs> I spent a year in can- not only are they scary. Yeah, like there's clearly the important parts of this. I'm always focused on the non important parts of this. Those things are so loud. Oh yeah. Um, I spent a, a year in Kansas, Kansas State University, and those tornado sirens were so loud that you could hear them inside the building. Mm. Right, and so imagine what's happening if you're walking on campus outside the building, and it's just like my, my ears. I, I I'm I losing I'm losing ability to hear at this point. I know this for certain. Um, from the eight seven eight one seven, they said they were at the ballparking ballpark in Arlington had to evacuate underneath the stadium due to a tornado. Okay, what what was under there? Did you were you were you like curious as to what's happening? Was it just like the situation is such that I'm not worried about none of this at this point. No, okay. Oh, um, are, are you? I think you're, talk, you're talking to the Tolo. I mean, in a way, I was. I was just wondering if you had any. <laughs> I've never take been on underneath this. the Ranger Stadium. You know what? Touche. Should have thought about that when I asked you. Ross, you look like you have something that on your mind. Oh yeah, no, I, I've got a great one, but then I want to hear what the uh, what, what all the Tolos have to say. So, uh, my freshman year of college, we drove back from Breckenridge, Colorado. Okay. And we we had a whole plan. It was like, oh, we checked the weather app, and it was supposed to be like snowing really badly. So we were like, let's get up earlier. So we left at like 7 a.m. Well, the drive from Colorado and Breckenridge is like 12 hours, maybe some change. It turned into 24. That blizzard literally followed us from Breckenridge followed. all the all the way back to Dallas. Like I'm talking like we we never got out of it. Like it was just 12 hours of just a blizzard. And it was... Oh. And y'all, did y'all ever think, let's just stop and let it pass? Or was it like, this is just when we have to go? 
I mean, the guy who was driving was like saying like, we, we probably need to pull over. And I was like, and make this trip even longer. Absolutely not. <laughs> Keep going. You clear, you clearly enjoyed your trip with this guy. You were like, I need to get away from you. Have not seen either of those guys I went with since. Okay. Very good. I, I did not realize that I had nailed it there. Okay. Very good. We move forward. Um, let's see this from the nine, seven, two. They said one year at a barbecue cook-off. Uh, set up a large tent for our party. Before the sun went down, a cold front came through with heavy rain. There was about 20 of us holding the tent down, beer in one hand, the other holding the tent, soaked to the bone, hoping we wouldn't get struck by lightning. Oh, my goodness. It ended up being a great night anyways. Okay. As long as it worked out. I That that thought of, like, heavy rain, I hadn't thought about it. Like, freezing rain. The two things that come up when I think of freezing rain. One was high school when we had uh, football practice. I was a wide receiver, and they, we had receiving drills. I'm talking about driving, freezing rain, and they still had us out there catching passes. I don't know if anybody else was out there. I think the rest of the teams went in because we couldn't see the other fields, and it was just wide receivers out here running running routes in driving rain. The other one is um, my first remote here at 105 Through the Fan. I was hosting with Pat Doney. Um, I believe it was in Salina, I believe. And it was supposed to be like a like a crawfish thing or whatever. And I think that there was supposed to be like a parade and all that. I can't, The details are a little fuzzy. But what I do remember is that it was me and Pat Doney. And we are sitting under one of these, uh, was it a pergola or whatever those are called, in the middle. Uh, and it's just torrential downpour. They canceled the event that was supposed to be there. and But we're already out there broadcasting. So we are broadcasting in the middle of a torrential downpour. And it's just us and an engineer underneath uh underneath the pagoda whatever it's called and it's just, we're just here in the rain trying to stay warm and dry as the rain is is raining sideways basically mm-hmm. and that's not an optimal way to do radio i have to tell you it happens it happens so that's what you could look forward to if you ever go on the road blake uh outside of being in globe life field that was that's probably a good first first road show for you huh? it was it was nice it was nice that there was a you know, controlled weather, nothing too crazy. Um, trying to see if we have any other cool stories that we missed. From the two and four, I was about to walk out the door to go to work, and I got an alert on my phone. Take shelter immediately if you're near 121 and Colton Frisco. Tornado tornado has been spotted on the ground. I, left, I, I lived less than a mile from there. Oh, my goodness. All right. That's a scary one. There's, there's a lot of these coming in. We'll see if we can maybe bring some of these around. A lot of tornadoes from the 817 RA at La Tech. When an EF3 tornado ripped through the campus, it went about 150 yards from my dorm. Those are always wild. Those are always really wild. Keep texting those in. We'll try and get back to them as we continue on the get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. But coming up next, Roger Goodell did his State of the NFL address. They talked to him about various things. What do you think the NFL needs to change for next season? Let's discuss it next on The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.